When we come to Mass on a Sunday, we come very often with our own expectations. We come with our own experiences from the week. And our own experiences or our expectations could be pretty different one person from another. And it's for that reason that when we come to worship, the priest prays at the beginning of Mass an opening prayer. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. And then I say something else. And then I say, let us pray. The prayer that comes after that is called the Collect. It's different every Sunday of the year. And it's called the Collect because it is meant to collect our experiences, our expectations that we have, and to bring them into focus and to give us a sight with which to read the scriptures. I love the Collect for this second Sunday of Easter. It asks for three things. It asks that we may grasp and rightly understand in what font we have been washed, by whose spirit we have been reborn, and by whose blood we have been redeemed. In what font we've been washed, by whose spirit we have been reborn, and by whose blood we have been redeemed. And so I just want to break each of those open very briefly this morning uh, to give us a little bit of insight about what is happening in this second Sunday of Easter. So first, this is a real question. In what font have we been washed? We've been washed in that font, the baptismal font. You may not have been baptized in precisely this font, although some of you have been baptized very recently in precisely this font. Last week, we had four new Christians baptized at the Easter Vigil, and one of them, both before, but especially after the Easter Vigil, was doing the following. (laughs) That is somebody who has grasped and rightly understood in what font we have been washed. It is that good. By whose spirit have we been reborn? Who is the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit is God. The Trinity is three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and one God. And the Holy Spirit is the love that passes between the Father and the Son and that is poured out on us. That is the mystery that we spend our whole life unpacking. In what font we've been washed, by whose spirit we have been reborn, and by whose blood we have been redeemed. So I have a story I would really like to share with you. This happened to me on Friday. You know, people have had a long year. People might be itching to travel. I was looking for something kind of relaxing, maybe a little bit luxurious and fun to do on Friday. So you know where I went? The Bronx. I went and I celebrated Mass for the Sisters of Life, some sisters I'm friends with, and I went to go visit a seminarian I'm friends with, my friend Brother Joseph Michael. He's a Franciscan friar. You can pray for him. He's going to be ordained as a priest in six weeks. 
And afterwards, he was going into Manhattan, and he asked me if I could drop him off at the subway. So I dropped him off at the top of the one line in the Bronx. And uh, I decided I would park my car and go for a little walk around the block and then drive back up. And as I was, as I was finishing my walk and was getting close to my car, I was in my collar, and a man walked past me and he said, Father, will you pray for my father? So we stopped and we started talking. And this is what he told me, that about 20 years ago, he had gotten in a fight with his dad and had done something really insulting to his father. And he felt really bad about it, but had assumed that his dad forgot about it. And this week, his dad told him, I still remember that, and uh, I have to tell you, I haven't been able to forget about that or forgive you for it. And this guy said to me, Father, will you please pray that my dad is able to forgive me for this? I had no idea that he was walking around with this resentment, that he was carrying this for all this time. I thought he forgot about it. So will you pray for that? And I said, yeah, this is actually the perfect time for you to be asking for this, because this is Divine Mercy Sunday. This Sunday will be. This is the time when we pray in a particular way to be able to receive God's mercy and to be able to receive and forgive the kind of unconditional forgiveness that God gives to us over and over and over again. And so this person I was talking to you to said to me, you mean that my dad told me this this week and that I was going to meet you here and you were going to tell me that this Sunday is Divine Mercy Sunday? That's serious stuff. <laughs> and then this thought came into my head. It was kind of a peaceful thought, and it just rested there during our conversation. Sometimes when that happens, it can be a prompting from the Holy Spirit. So, thinking that it might be, I said to this man, you know, I don't want to put any pressure on you, uh, but I feel moved to offer, would you like me to hear your confession right now? And he said, yeah, Father, I've been thinking for a long time that I would like to go. And so there, underneath the outdoor tracks of the one train in the Bronx, that's what happened. I don't know what the people around us were thinking was going on, <laughs> but who cares what they were thinking? That is the most important thing in the world that could happen, and it was happening there on the sidewalk, because God's mercy endures forever. That gospel Deacon Brian read tells us that Jesus appeared in this room where the disciples were, although the doors were locked. We know, don't we? We all have locked doors. And Jesus is not controlled by our locked doors. He can come in even if we lock them from the inside. But he loves when we are willing to open them to him. And if we're not willing to open them, when we're, if we're not able to open them, when we're willing to say to him, Lord, I don't even know how to open this door. Please help me to open this door. And he comes in and he says what he says to those apostles. Peace be with you. So that's my encouragement for you for this week, starting this Divine Mercy Sunday.
that we are being asked, so let's do this, to open doors in our hearts.